new today on digital, Anne Hayes and Thomas Jane star in the gripping psychological thriller The Vanished. Directed by Peter Fascinelli, a family vacation takes a terrifying turn when two parents discover that their young daughter has vanished without a trace. Stopping at nothing to find her, the search for the truth leads to a shocking revelation where nothing is what it seems in this intense thriller. Owner Rent The Vanished on digital today, watch it at home tonight. We're giving away some special codes for free downloads of The Vanished. So sign up, badaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Comment on the post that's called The Vanished Giveaway to be eligible to win. Good luck to our VIPs. Enjoy The Vanished. You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. It's showtime. Another offering this week from Disney Plus for us to discuss. It's Mulan talk. We're glad everybody out there who's joining us saved up their allowances, gave it to their parents, let their parents type in the credit card information to purchase Mulan for $30 on Disney Plus. It's a good thing. You can watch it. 50 to 5,500, 55 million more times if you want. Cheers. <laughs> Until December 8th when, or 4th or whatever, when everybody gets it anyway. So welcome in to Mad About Movies. I'm Kent, joined by Brian and Richard, here to talk so, about the live-action version of Mulan. Mm. Here we are, Brian. Here we, here we are. are, Richard. We did it. This is what our... <laughs> We did it. We're here. Sixth one of these to do, these live actions. We had Cinderella, mm-hmm. right? Aladdin, mm-hmm. Jungle Book, Dumbo, mm-hmm. Jungle mm-hmm. Book, and Lion Dumbo. King. Gosh, I forgot about Dumbo. And then this one. So six. <laughs> I feel like, I think Cinderella might still be the best one, which wouldn't have. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen that in the, in the outset, huh? That was Jungle Book more. for me, but Cinderella too. Oh, Easy. Jungle Book. You're right. Jungle Book's pretty rad. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Would have, I don't know. Pete's Dragon's probably my favorite. The live action yeah. one? Like the, yeah. It's yeah. not uh, in the same like sort of an category. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though it got theatrical release and was kind of out there and nobody. Yeah, really I don't, but I don't think. I think the Pete's Dragon doesn't count as a Disney animation film because it's not fully animated. So I think that's why it's always... I mean, you're right. We should. We should count half. it and just say, yeah, it's the same thing. It doesn't Just say, yeah, we... it's the best one. Yeah. Pete's Dragon's awesome. Yeah. Pete's Dragon's great. Yeah. Well, yeah the other I mean, day, my kid was like, let's watch Pete's Dragon. And I was like, yeah, I could, yeah. I could have a cry right now. And that's you were funny. like, absolutely not. It is Cars 2. You want Cars 2. He right. was like, okay, Dad. Just keep pushing it on. He's like, gosh, I'm... That's amateur Lowry. We're watching a ghost story. Yeah. Sit down. I got a bootleg copy of Green Knight. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bootleg copies, man, mm. uh, this this movie is Disney Plus, you know, because we thought this was going to be theatrical. We thought Disney was going to hold on to this one mm-hmm. and maybe it would get out there in Asia and we would see it online somehow, whatever. But I'm surprised they, they put this on, on the old Disney Plus. And through the sources of Mad About Movies, Industries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've heard that they made twelve million dollars so far on Mulan. Is that it? Not that's, great. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, a tougher that's it. That's a huge failure. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a. We definitely should have held this for eighteen more months. And who cares? But yeah, 
We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's no one getting them at 30. I don't know what. I don't know if I trust your numbers there. I don't know if I trust our, it, it was, our the world report was the, the port report was 20 million. And then we had a source inside, uh, on our, mm. um, our trusty discord that said, um, their source told them that it was closer to 12, the actual mm. numbers. But yeah. Interesting. They're, they're uh, pitching it as 33 million. On yeah. Labor yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like they're pitching it sure. even as something not that great anyway. And then we heard yeah, it was actually lower than that. So that's rough. I don't know. Tough beat. It's not great. So I don't, I think, you know, the question is, well, we'll talk about the movie, but the question is at the outset, what, what advantage is this for Disney to tr- test out the model of, can we charge over yeah. the top for a movie? Mike, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think they so. do that with something? Couldn't they do that with New Mutants, a movie that sucks and people wanted to see anyway, not a movie that was going to make a bill. And I don't know, I don't get why they did, didn't do it the opposite way. They did put Mulan out and in August and who knows, maybe you could people go see it and they make some money and put new mutants out on Disney plus and yeah. all the fanboys yeah. on Twitter will be happy to see it on Disney plus and talk about it. You know, I, I kind of wonder if it just straight up was, we want to test it and see how this works and, and new mutants isn't a good test for can yeah. we charge because the ceiling so the low. Yeah. Yeah. Cause no one cares about new mutants and, and I mean, we, I went to see it, because of the the train wreck factor because i'm like this movie's been on the shelf for 17 years i want i want to see you know <laughs> i want to see what happened how it actually turned out but but i i think mulan is a better to me this this seems like a we're well for one thing as we've said many times before the the disadvantage to being disney and owning 90% of the movies that get released in theaters every mm-hmm. year is you have 90% of the movies stacked up over the next 5 years and so if you don't get this one out, then it really does mess up your timing, you know, further down the line whenever we, you know, theaters are a real thing again and stuff like that. So that's part of it. But I, I, I think, and I'm not saying this was a smart gamble, but it seemed like a, all right, we've already got this one in the can. Let's just see what happens. And if we end up having to take a loss on it, we take a loss on it, but we're Disney and we have 50 more movies. It'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, but what if this turns into, a big revenue stream for us. And that just opens up an, another thing that we can, you know, another way that we can, we can bring money into the company. Yeah. Part of it too, might've been fatigue with this kind of re, you know, the, the Lion King kind of diminishing returns. And then this, you know, more and more, I mean, obviously Lion King was profitable, but you know, at a certain point, um, this may not have been as big of a hit, not, a, may not have been as tracking as much of a hit, at least domestically, um, mm-hmm. certainly more than 33 million or whatever, but, you know, the, they made thirty nine in worldwide on it. Um, that's that's low too. I don't know if the Asian Asian markets come out yet. Looks like looks like it has. Uh, yeah, I mean China's accounting for for uh, it just came out two days ago in China. It's made twenty three million over there. I don't know what their situation is in terms of quantity of theaters open and, and restrictions in in theaters or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, it just seems like it, yeah, you're right, Brian. I mean that. Disney will survive. They'll be fine. Uh, but it's it is that's an expensive test. That's an expensive test versus you know holding it a year. And yeah, maybe it it mangles a little bit of a re- release schedule, but doesn't mangle a hundred and eighty million dollars worth of loss like this one does. I don't know. Maybe you know the, mm-hmm. they have. I'm sure they have actuaries on staff that figure that out. Um, Might have been better just to sunk cost it now. 
But yeah, I mean, it's, it, it'd be really interesting on those real numbers, what those are. Because I thought, you know, I didn't think this would make, you know, a billion dollars. But I thought, oh, they'll make $100, $150 million on the on the over-the-top thing. Just because the price is so high, you get enough people that buy it. Okay, cool. Now you're you're just you just need to make maybe another, you know, a hundred internationally, and then you're at least not you know bleeding money on the project. But I mean, they're going to lose a lot on this. I'm curious. Obviously, a huge part of it's COVID and the pandemic and everything. But my part of it might have just been people not that hyped for this as well with all mm-hmm. these animated remakes. Yeah, and they, they this also, doesn't have a movie star, at least not over you know right, domestically right. things like that. I mean. We we have to I, when we get into the review for me at least for the review I'm I'm gonna review the movie, um, not everything surrounding it. But they 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 definitely invited controversy with the way that they they handle things. I don't I don't think that they made smart choices along the line of of the production of this of pretty much everybody involved with this from a from a writing directing behind the camera person is is white and not. Asian or Asian American or whatever, and then um, LaFell Yu, the uh, move on. She she made some controversial comments about supporting the 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 government in China, and then they filmed this in the province where all of the 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 horrific stuff is going on. I mean, they really it's like almost went out of their way to involve themselves in political stuff that they that probably would have just been like, hey, maybe don't do that. Just make smarter choices on this sort of thing, and so. I mean, there's like 15 different boycott Milan <laughs> that are going on on Twitter and stuff, and it's I don't know that that's the best way in which to to also release a movie through a different or through a new platform, you know, and or a new a new stra- strategy anyway. Yeah, man i I have a lot of questions about the stuff going on behind the scenes. We don't need to make that the whole conversation. But, sure. I mean, right. it feels, feels like a missed opportunity in, in some areas. I had high hopes for Mulan. I did. Um, going into it, I thought the trailer was great. Um, I think the story is maybe one of the least Disney stories there is or Disney friendly stories. I mean, it's, it has fairy tale elements to it. I mean, but when you take out Mushu, slash Eddie Murphy from it, it gets a lot less Disney. And when you take out the songs, it gets even less Disney. Right. So in terms of that, man, I agreed with the direction of this. I would have taken out Mushu and the songs as well. I can't imagine this movie with that. I don't think it would have fit, fit at all. Um, Having said that, I, you know, we started out the, the conversation or Richard did, with Cinderella was the first of these that we saw or re- we reviewed the first one that came out, wasn't it? it was. And we said at the time, maybe go back and listen to the review, but we said, yeah, if Disney can, this is the batting average for these or good, you know, great. And uh, so far that's been like the, the outlier. Those have been the, the rarities, right? They've been more like the the Beauty and the Beast, Lion King level. To me, this this falls yeah, kind of in between. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, that's seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, I thought y'all mentioned like that the, one. No, you're no, yeah, no. I'm glad you did. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one is. Ooh, uh, that one might be the worst of. No, uh, we're yeah. not going to go down that road. But listen to the review anyway. Uh, this one kind of falls in between. You know, I thought uh, 
going into this and coming out that I would be like, man, that was epic. It was far better, more serious than, than the rest. And it certainly is serious, but I think it was a missed opportunity on a lot of levels. And the movie was one, I, I was pretty bored by it. I, uh, in a lot of areas, I thought they, they could have done a lot better with, uh, with how it was shot. I thought it was very mediocre, um, in terms of the production value and things like that. Um, the acting, the script, all of it was pretty just mediocre. Um, and I, I can say that mediocre is a good thing because a lot of these movies have been unwatchable. <laughs> this one's certainly watchable, right? This is not the worst of the movies that they've come out with, but it's certainly not the best in my opinion. So that's kind of where I fall in it. Kind of baseline, kind of middle, middle of the road. I wanted to like it more and had a very open mind going in, but I just wasn't into it. And I've got some specific things to go down, but I think it starts with the direction and, and just some lack of lack of vision for this other than let's just make the cartoon into a movie. But that seems to be kind of par for the course, right? These days with Disney. But there you go. Brian, I'll hand it off to you on uh, Thoughts on Mulan. Yeah, I like the movie fine. Um, this is not one of my favorite Disney movies, the the animated ones. Um, this is kind of from that period of of uh, Disney animation where I was probably, you know, I, I can't remember what year Mulan came out, but I was a little, I felt like I was a little bit too old for, for animated movies. It was and, 96, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, 96, 97, something like that. I was just 13, 14 years old. Um, it's not one of my favorites. My wife, this is legitimately her favorite Disney movie, animated movie. She was very big. Donny Osmond <laughs> completist. Yeah, has to... it's, it's such a weird, I always give her crap about it, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she, she was like there, she was very upset that it was like, they're not going to have the songs and, and all this sort of stuff. Um, but, uh, so I, you know, I don't have a whole bunch of attachment to the original. So, so that probably, Maybe that helps the the viewing a, a little bit, um, and I hadn't rewatched it in a long time either. So you know, there's there's that. But I kind I enjoyed this. I, I it was it. You're you're totally right. Like it's it's middle of the row all the way through, and um, and that that in some ways that's okay, I guess, because mm-hmm. I wish that that uh, I don't know. I wish that Aladdin had been a little more in the middle of the road. I wish that. I think I had the three of us. I gave Lion King the best grade, and and I, it was still there's just so many things. Like, come on, like we should we should get better at that. Same with Beauty and the Beast, things like that. So it's like, I, you know, I've kind of given up the idea of like the pushback against these movies because it it because they make except for this one they make a ton of money. So it's mm-hmm. not it, they're not going to stop. It's not going to change just because um people like us are saying stop stop remaking these movies i'd like them to bring a little bit more something new to the movie it 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 there's they feel like uh a cover song you know um, <laughs> that's, a great, like they're not gonna, that's a great that's a great analogy gonna yes yeah i mean like <laughs> yes weezer's uh uh africa i'm just like well i mean that's like the exact same song i mean it doesn't they're you're not you're not bringing anything new to that that song um so that's kind of how I feel with with these. It's it's can we can you find something that you can do a little bit different that you can change it up that you can make it their own. This one it seemed like the move was on paper I thought was a smart idea it was like well we'll make it uh we'll make it more of like a, a an action movie a war um, epic yeah 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 and we'll we'll eliminate we'll we'll I I think the, I thought the idea was to take the the Mushu and the, the ancestor stuff and sort of 
make it a little more traditional Chinese and like mm-hmm. less cartoony and stuff. And I don't know, maybe they pull that off to some extent or not. I, regardless, I enjoyed the movie um, for what it was. I thought there were some good elements. I definitely think it was pretty lacking in a lot of areas, and but mostly in inoffensive ways i guess i don't know maybe it's that with lion king and even with beauty and the beast and aladdin i had more stakes coming in or i was expecting better and now i've gotten to the point where i'm just not expecting that much but i was like that was i i i enjoyed chunks of it i i tolerated other chunks of it and there were very few chunks that was just like this is just this is not good this is bad or whatever and so yeah i guess that comes out to a sort of middle of the road movie that I'm lightly positive on, I guess. <laughs> That's the Rotten Tomatoes uh, player. Yeah, player. I'm lightly positive. Lightly on positive. I, I don't know. It's like it's seventy five percent on Rotten. Didn't want to right kill now, myself. That seems, Brian Gill. Yeah, fairly <laughs> accurate to me. Yeah, yeah. Richard Martin, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, yeah. It's a really. Uh, it's a really. It's funny. Is it ended up because of everything involved with the release and obviously the politics around it not being a safe movie, but it's an enormously safe movie in terms of like the content of the movie in a lot of ways. Like it's just all the choices are kind of paint by numbers. Um, There's not a whole lot of risk taken with it. There's nothing super interesting. There's nothing super. Some of the, some of the uh, dialogue is, is, is is eye rolly, but other than that, there wasn't anything that was, you know, abhorrent about, about the movie, which is more than you can say about a couple of these. Uh, But it's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty basic. Um, there's no, you know, and I understand certainly this is a movie about, you know, a, a Chinese warrior. There doesn't need to be a, a hilarious dragon, but that does sort of t- take out a lot of the, uh, <laughs> what made that original one fun, you know, and turns out funny dragons, that sort of template for Shrek. Oh, well, you put a, uh... Put a funny Eddie Murphy dragon in any movie to make it fun. I mean, <laughs> I'm in. I, agree. I I I campaigned for one in 1917 last year, but mm-hmm. there, <laughs> yeah, you did. didn't have one, and you did a little bit of an edit, but it was hard. With yeah, the one, it was the tough. one take. The one take was tough. Hey, um, why don't we go down this trench? Um... <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> That got me. The trench, good solid trench reference. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, but uh, yeah. So that, but you know, it ends up just being a a kind of. I mean, there's some pretty cool uh, cinematic moments in terms of the battle scenes and things like that that it really have a lot of pops. But but it it, it just is like this example of this rich Disney aesthetic that is wonderful and completely brilliant looking with the level of their effects and uh the music and everything but it's also like we've seen it so much now that it's just sort of hits flat um there's nothing i can really pick apart of it it's just like yeah okay that looks like a really expensive disney movie you know it's like one of those really nice like hundred and twenty five thousand dollar black sedans where you're like that's a beautiful car but i I've seen about 200 different ones of those. I can't argue that that's not a very nice <laughs> automobile, but you know, it's just black with like tan interior and for, you know, that, that thing. So that's what this felt like. It was like this very elegant, lush movie in a lot of ways that kind of fell flat for me. Yeah. I didn't find it lush. I mean, the only thing I found lush was that they just crammed colorful things into the movie. Yeah. Same. And I didn't understand, like, isn't this Imperial China? Like, why is everything 
why is everybody wearing brand new clothes? Like <laughs> these people are in battle and there's not one blemish on anybody's face on anybody's clothing. Like it, it just felt so costumey, like Disney World cosplay level <laughs> to this. Like what I wanted from this, and I know it's rated R, but it was something like maybe like The Last Samurai, right? Mm. Where it's it's like I don't know, a little bit Americanized version of a traditional. <laughs> so you want a Tom um, Cruise as Mulan? Yeah, Tom I'm Cruise in. as I mean, Mushu. Actually, that's what I wanted. I with I wish they had gone one of two ways with it. I wish they had leaned more into like our American sensibilities would be, would be one way to do it, which may be terribly offensive to people that this is a, a Chinese sort of story or gone more into like that Asian style sil- filmmaking and made it to our eyes, maybe a little, I don't know, weirder is not the right word, but a little more foreign. I wish they'd picked a side. They kind of straddled this kind of boring, just yeah. Americanized enough to not be interesting, but not familiar to us either. You know what I mean? As audience people, you go, I don't really know what to, this seems like a lot of, seemed like a lot of decisions made in conference rooms and not decisions mm-hmm. made on a film set. Yeah, it seems, it's just like, let's make the most baseline movie we can. And that's, I mean, it's the safe, it's the safe way to do it. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. they, they could have gone a little more gritty with this. Maybe what I wanted. I, even the yeah, scenes where they, that's how I felt. Yeah. Even the scenes where they're a little, where they're training at, at the camp and they're doing like all the sword moves together and like the big epic synchronized movements. Like I feel like even those scenes didn't, I don't know, didn't live up to what I wanted them to be. I feel like that should have even been easier to do. Like these giant scenes where you've got 400 soldiers moving in unison. Like you'd think that'd be easy to shoot and look cool. And it didn't. I was like very let down by that. I don't know. I feel like the, the intention was good, but the execution was bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I think, I think it was sort of pitched as like, like we said, like kind of a, a an epic war movie, um, with a female hero, and I'm I'm all in on that. That sounded really cool, and I think it did that at times. It just I I'm with you, Arby. I I think I think there was a a miscalculate, and and kind of what you said as well, Kent. Like there, this this definitely felt like the 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 base. Let's let's just make like the baseline movie and not really go all in on on anything. And when you're I don't know. They did that with Aladdin too. I don't think they did that with with Beauty and the Beast. I think the problem with Beauty and the Beast is is just Emma Watson. And yeah, I think the problem with Lion King actually was was kind of over ambition. I think I think Favreau just kind of got lost in all the technical stuff yeah. that he was trying to pull off. And in some ways, those are easier to forgive than than like Aladdin or or this in some ways. I think this is a much better movie than than Aladdin is, but it did feel like uh we're we're trying too hard to be all things to all people instead of making a movie that is culturally appropriate or making a movie that is a war ep- that is that is sort of like a we can make her sort of a, a a feminist icon or making a movie that is just a straight war epic, but on a PG thirteen scale, or or whatever. There's there's ten, maybe five ten different ways you could go with it, and instead it's like, how about a little of this and a little of that, and and, and it just kind of muddles together into something that again to me is like, well, there's some cool stuff, there's some good moments. I think the acting is pretty solid, and blah 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 blah. But but it's going to, 
it's going to overall, it's going to be like kind of a letdown when you put all those things together and just kind of present it like, ah, do you like that? And, and then no, not, not really, not that much. Yeah. And I, I think the story is like a best picture level story. Like if it's done right, I think it's a great story and is inspirational and satirical and all these kinds of things that you can take from it. Right. And to me, if you're Disney, you shouldn't stray too far away from the source material, like taking out Mushu and the songs, unless a director or a writer comes to you and says, here's this spec script that I've done. Here's my take on Mulan. And it's just blows you out of the water. And it's, it's this epic war movie, right? And then you lean into that vision. But if you have no vision to lean into at the outset, and you say, well, we just don't want to make a direct ripoff. I mean, we kind of, we want to make a kind of semi ripoff, right? <laughs> so change some stuff, but not everything. Okay, got it. And that was the vision, you know? Um, what I expected was, was, oh, they've got a take that we're not expecting. And we're going to go in there and we're going to see something that we've, that Disney's never done with these movies before, right? They're going to set a new precedent for this. And they, that sure. wasn't the case. It just seemed like, they rolled right off the set of, of Aladdin and the crew stayed and they just brought in new actors to shoot, right? <laughs> There's another day, uh, another movie, another script to, to get through and uh, to edit together. But yeah, I was I was let down, man. I thought thought this would be better, but not to say this is bad. Like I said before, too, you know, this is certainly not the worst. Certainly could have been, it sure. could have been worse. Um, one of the things that I found pretty annoying, though, with it, was the ADR dialogue, it looked bad. Like, it looked like a bad dubbed, like, uh, kung fu movie or something, you know? But it was in English. Mm. I don't know if they did that after. Like, they couldn't get it good on set, and they made the actors do it again, or they got somebody else to do the dialogue altogether. But it was bad in a lot of areas, especially with uh, Donnie Yen's character. Mm -hmm. Really bad. Still looks great, by the way. Donnie Yen, 58. Donnie Yen's awesome. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Baller. They needed to give him his own uh, Star Wars movie based on, um, <laughs> what's this guy from uh, Rogue One? Yeah, Rogue One was cool. That would be greatness. I would love that. So yeah, I liked the sequence of her, like, I don't know, I'm a sucker for these kinds of sequence sequences. The um, suiting up sequences in the montages are really fun in the movie. Oh, I liked that. <laughs> um, the, uh, you know, her dressing like the geisha and doing all the makeup. I thought, I, I love those like little montage sequences of all the detail shots and everything. Those were cool. And mm -hmm. they did that really well. Um, but in terms of this, the movie and where it derives its origin from the original, almost shot for shot. I mean, it's almost scene by scene the same, right? They take out a couple of couple things here and there, but I mean, in terms of the cr chronology of everything, okay, then first she's going to go, uh, her father's going to be recruited, and then she's going to volunteer, and then she's going to go to thing, and she's going to be walk into the room, and all the dudes are going to be naked, and then she's going to be awkward, and all, all these moments are exactly like uh, you would think they would be, and I guess that's okay. Yeah, like I said, if you're gonna do that, just give us the songs then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 very paint by numbers through a good chunk of that that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I, and uh, 
I had forgotten the the villain of Mulan to begin with. I had to go back and look it up uh, who the villain was, the Roran uh, dude. Mm-hmm. Same thing in this, a just generic Roran villain guy on horse. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many shots in the movie are there of a, just horses galloping set to music, too. It's just so much. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, what did you think of the fight choreography? It was good. I thought so it was too. Pretty, I know it was, it was a little cheesy were, when yeah. Mulan was yeah. flying and like kicking daggers and stuff mm-hmm. and <laughs> doing that all was a little unrealistic, but it was fun to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. I love these kinds of movies. I mean, I love love a good choreographed sword fight or mm-hmm. or kung fu fight sequence or whatever it is, you know? I, I like that stuff. I'm all into it. Sure. Yeah, I I think they could have gone but they could have done better when it came to the wider shots, especially with the the epic nature of kind of a yeah, that's what I meant earlier. Yeah, yeah, they they could do better there, but but the the closer in sort of uh, the micro choreography, I thought it was pretty solid. It was it was enjoyable. The, the giant flaming uh, catapult thing <laughs> was funny too. Mm-hmm. It only took them like four seconds to <laughs> load that thing to to lift the thing onto the thing, <laughs> cover mm-hmm. it with tar, light it on fire. <laughs> Milan had to have been sitting there for like 45 minutes while they launched <laughs> like four, four of those things, but they cut it down to where it looks like it only takes like six seconds to load a giant catapult, but it looked cool. It was a great, right. great weapon. I love the old school weapons and all that. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And I, I thought maybe for me, maybe the best part of the movie was the... The, the arrow fight with, on the horses. Yeah, I liked that one. The fight scene was the fight scenes were really cool, but I I thought I think Saima is awesome, and he, the relationship mm-hmm. between him and and Mulan um, was was really was was emotionally pretty strong, and I think brought out that that's maybe the best acting that she does in the movie is in reaction to to him and and vice versa, like the way that they. The relationship between those two is really strong. That dude's great. I love whenever he shows up in a movie. I'm glad that like between this and the farewell and some of the other stuff that he's done recently, that he's he's getting more work than just uh, Asian bad guy. You know that that was so much of his the first chunk of his career. What did you think of some of the some of the plot changes? You know, in the original Mulan, Mulan. Shoots off fireworks to set off the avalanche, right? Mm-hmm. And this one, it's like they overshoot, shooting her with the catapult and causing their own avalanche. And so there are certain changes like that. And I thought the movie was going to end there. I was like, wow, that was very underwhelming. And then it goes on for like another 40 minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there are certain, certain little small things there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't have much on the on the opinion on that. It's it was there the the changes were were very minor on that stuff, and so I imagine that if you're a a big fan, and that you're not going to get too upset about those minor little changes. But it also doesn't really bring anything new to the movie, so you know you can kind of take that either way, I guess. What did you think of the relationship? With uh, the uh, crush of Mulan's and finding out that she's a a girl and all that. It's got to be very awkward. <laughs> Been there. Like be best friends with somebody and then be like, you're a girl. I guess we're in love. It's very, yeah. 
That's why Richard uh, was off a couple episodes ago. Yeah, really messed with me. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I thought, I mean, I'm glad that they didn't do anything more with it than what they did. Like, I didn't want the whole thing. I think the the movie loses whatever significance it has if it all just comes down to and now we kiss right like that's yeah. that's <clears throat> that's been the model for so long and we're we're trying to shift away from that model and so i mean not that it was like perfect or anything like that but it, but at least at least we kind of left it hanging rather than i don't know making having to make sure that the entire movie comes down to that i guess yeah i can see that so where would we rank post Mulan? Where would we rank our Disney live action <laughs> movies? Oh, Lady and the Tramp was another one too. That was a oh man Disney Plus only, that but that's another remake. I would say I would say Jungle Book and Cinderella are my two favorite. Mm-hmm. I would put this in in the next tier, maybe alone, and then everything else <laughs> underneath. <laughs> This. Christopher Robin is that one? Got that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what counts and what doesn't. It's, yeah, I know. It's... Alice in Wonderland does that count? Maleficent. Oh, gosh. Oof. Alice in Wonderland's definitely last, if it counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd put Cinderella still at the at number one. Probably. Are we counting Pete's Dragon or not? No. I don't know. I don't Dealer, think dealer's so. choice. I don't think it yeah. is because it's it, again, it's not a Disney animated movie that it is based on. It's a it's a Disney yeah motion picture, or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's already live action. Yeah, it's a remake. I, I would go this and, and Jungle Book, easy one too, and then and then to me, Beauty and the Beast is the worst one, and then it gets from there. It's Lion know, King, <laughs> Dumbo and Aladdin are rough too. I mean, it's Dumbo so, wasn't as bad as I right, but I we anticipated it, it to be the worst movie yeah. ever. So that's unfair. <laughs> Aladdin was offensive. So I did, yeah, no, that one's no. the most successful, right? That and yeah, that made right? a billion. A, I, think a billion. Lion, I think Beauty and the Beast is the one that's made the most money. But I have to wow, that up. yeah, that's, Dumbo is the worst one to me. That that and the many times mentioned home. Those are literally, those are the only two movies I've ever taken Cooper to see that he was like, I'm good. That's fine. I don't, but he waves him like he just does not care. (laughs) I like to set that spike up whenever I can. (laughs) Um, I have 1.1 for, uh, (laughs) 1.1 bill or 1.6 for lion King. Okay. 1.2 for Beauty and the beast. Okay. So lion King. Yeah. But I think, I think they were counting on two from Lion King. Yeah. So in a weird way, the Beauty and the Beast is probably and Aladdin more successful made one, even. And then the Jungle Book made nine hundred million. <laughs> Maleficent made eight hundred. Oh, Maleficent. Maleficent. Maleficent made eight hundred million and five hundred million between the two. Mm. Um, and they start these at nineteen ninety four is the Jungle Book remake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so gosh. they start these. That doesn't. Count. Um. But they don't, yeah, they don't have Pete's Dragon. This is Wikipedia uh, okay. that is a categorized these yeah. as remakes he, of he, Disney animation. Right. Alistair the Looking Glass flopped with two hundred million. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the lowest. You, yeah, because if you count Pete's Dragon, then you also have to count like Mary Poppins or they do count Christopher Robin though, and that's um, that's they made ninety million. 
Okay. I guess that is a full animated movie. Or That's 200 million total, but 90. Right. Uh, yeah. For me, this is probably third as well. It's Jungle Book, Cinderella, Mulan, and then, <clears throat> I don't know, the rest of them, it's all kind of a a hodgepodge of why I don't really dig it, I guess, with Lion King, Aladdin. You know what's a really fun one? The Beast. That we don't talk about is the um, 1996 Dalmatians with Glenn Close. <laughs> Got a new one of those coming soon. That one Emma might Stone. be the baddest of all yeah. of them. <laughs> we count that one. That one's a good in a good Jeff way. Daniels. You know? Aren't they redoing that with Emma Stone? Yeah, Emma Stone. Oh, it's like a prequel. Next, yeah, next year, oh, okay. year before, year after. I, you guys know I'm Team Glenn Close, so I'm here yeah. for that one. Yeah, yeah, she's perfect, Cruella. That was great. <laughs> that was great for her. All right, let's close this one out with a grade. Move on, Brian. I came in at B plus. I'm kind of talking myself down a little bit. I'm going to, I don't know. I'll stick with it. B, whatever. B plus. B, B plus, something like that. What about you, Richard? I'm going to go B. Yeah. <laughs> B. Yeah. B. I'm going to go B minus. I'm going to be brave. Going for it. B minus. All right. I'm going to go B. Just, yeah, straight B. Down the middle, right? Okay. So coming, uh, coming up down the pipe for Disney in terms of animated remakes, Cruella is supposed to be next May, twenty twenty one, and then uh, Little Mermaid is still supposed to be coming, but that I feel like that's been it says filming right now, but we don't know. Lin Manuel is doing the music for Little Mermaid, yeah, so that should be great. That's isn't that uh, isn't Little Mermaid what inspired him to be to write music and do Broadway? I think I remember reading that somewhere, uh, the original one. And so uh, then we've got David Lowry's Peter Pan. After that, uh, an untitled Jungle Book. We don't too. need. I mean, I love David Lowry, but do we need more Peter Pan movies for the love of all? Yeah, things? we definitely don't. The we only reason don't. I'm the only reason is because of Lowry. Yeah, same. Yeah. The only reason I'm open is A, because of Lowry, and B, because all the ones before have sucked. So I'm good, <laughs> I'm good with a, a good one. Yeah, we could no, use a too. good Peter Pan movie. But that is the least excited I can be for a David Lowry movie, yeah. is that subject matter. Same. Yeah, apparently he's been working on that one for a long yeah. time. Maybe um, it'll be Little Women, you know? Like, I was very upset when Greta did Little Women. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? This is what you're going to do at this point? And then that's the best movie of the year or one of the best movies of the year. So, right. And then we've got another jungle book. Apparently I don't know why they're doing another one. I guess money. Um, snow white was tentatively slated for this year. Like at the beginning of the year, it was like, we might have a surprise jungle book project and then it's completely disappeared. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Yep. Um, a snow white remake with Mark Webb doing it. Um, who did uh, 500 Days of Summer in Amazing Spider-Man. The Spider-Man yeah. movie? A, of course, most most obvious thing ever, Pinocchio with Zemeckis at the no. helm. Oh, my God. A, yeah, and, and Aladdin, too. I, I honestly might put my foot down on that one and be like, I'm not watching that. I hate Same. Pinocchio. I do, too. And I don't, not a big, I'm, it's like RDJ, isn't it? As, as it, it's one of those that things. That was what they wanted. That's not what yeah. it's going to be. They did oh, yeah, announce some people, though. Yeah, RDJ's Super been circling that for years oh, as gosh. Pinocchio, and that just seems... I mean, as uh, he would be Geppetto, I think, but... All uh, Pinocchio content is awful. No, thank you. Yeah, forever. same. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, 
Doesn't say if any actors are attached at this point. Um, oh, there's also a Guillermo del Toro co-directed one. So we're getting it's two stop, Pinocchio movies. That's stop stop Please. motion. This one's Netflix. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. There's stop one. Motion. There's a note on uh, online that, that says show. Tom Hanks is Geppetto, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> Um, of course, if it's Zemeckis, of course it will be. That's yeah. his. That's his. Uh, his kryptonite. His kryptonite. Oh, it's uh, Ewan McGregor is um, Jiminy Cricket. That's what. That's what I heard that, too. That's the Netflix. That's the Guillermo del Toro one. That's not. The, is it? Uh, yeah. We ought to be able to vote on this when there's two projects that are competing with each other. We ought to be able, as a committee, I'm. We we can be part of it. Whatever. But there needs to be a committee that says. We're picking one. The we're picking one, one. The other one is shelled for ten years. Sorry, is Gregory? It's stop motion, so these are all voices. So Gregory Mann is Pinocchio. I don't know who that is. Uh, Ian McGregor as the talking cricket. David Bradley as Geppetto. Ron Perlman as Mangia Fuko. Tilda of course, Swinton. that's, that's uh, Zemeckis to Hanks is Ron Perlman to uh, yeah Del Toro. <laughs> Del Toro. Yeah. Uh, Tilda Swinton as the fairy with the turquoise hair. Christoph Waltz. As the fox and the cat, Kate Blanchett, Tim Blake Nelson, Finn Wolfhard, John Turturro, and Byrne Gorman finish out the cast. That's a kind of interesting cast, and it's it's Henson. It's the Henson production mm. company with Del Toro. It's just gonna make it even but, creepier. Ugh. But I don't really like stop motion, and I don't like Pinocchio. But I'm I'm voting for if I have to watch one, <laughs> I'm voting for this one and yeah. screw the Zemeckis one. I I agree. Yeah. No, no more. Agreed. It's Nef- this one's straight to Netflix, by the way. The only other ones that Disney has are five more. Uh, Aladdin (laughs) 2, Hunchback remake, a Snow White, another Snow White remake called Rose Red. What's it called? So I guess they're doing two of them. Then we have Bambi. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Please, God, stop. I've always wanted to see that oh. mom die in more photorealism. Mm-hmm, you know what right. I mean? Because like the animation, yeah. you know, it's like mm-hmm. I can hardly enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's more realistic. Hopefully they show the bullet entering and exiting. Yeah, the exactly. First R-rated one, maybe? Is that- <laughs> and then maybe some but more. They like, show the party. taxidermy and all that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that <laughs> That didn't come out. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. one time. Funny Richard story. This is kind of those weird moments in life. It was my birthday years ago. I was in college and I was walking to class, and there was a guy with like an animal in his truck, <laughs> and I was just like, "What's what's going on there?" And he was like, "Taxidermy." And I just wrote, I just said back, "It's my birthday." <laughs> I walked to class. It was like if anyone was observing that conversation, that had to be that sounded like definitely like Russian spies speaking in code. But <laughs> that was our entire conversation. I didn't know what else. I didn't know what to say when he said, "I'm doing taxidermy in my truck." Basically, <laughs> I just said, "So it's my birthday. Like, can I have it?" I don't know. And that's how you got that stuffed badger. So it's... <laughs> greatest birthday present ever. It's sitting right next Sarah to me. Sarah loves it. So it's not. He didn't do a great job. It's, you can see a lot of seams, but it's good. He it was in his truck. I mean, what do you want? Upcoming. Um, he started it on the drive up. The only other uh, live theatrical one they have. Uh, it's a real lemonade out of a situation. Just, oh, is goodness. Hercules with oh, okay. the Russos. With the who? I'm sorry. The Russos Ruth. producing. Okay. Yeah. That one sounds like an so okay. It's going to be Chris yeah. Evans. Yeah. Okay. I want Which them to bring back Tate Donovan. If it's mm. not Tate Donovan, I riot. 
or Kellen Lutz. <laughs> yeah. Marshmallows. <laughs> Jai Courtney. Um, uh, yeah. That, well, then it wouldn't be Hercules. It would just be the new Jai Courtney. Mm, right. He supersedes whatever role he's playing. Mm-hmm. Upcoming Disney Plus originals include The Sword in the Stone, Robin Hood, Untitled. Define originals. I think they should have to <laughs> legally take originals yeah. off the, the title of these because it's just crap. They're the opposite of original are these ideas. That's yeah. fine. No one is. I don't begrudge you. You are a publicly traded company. You should make all the money you should make, but right. you can't say originals before it. Yeah. That's my is one. The Robin role. Hood going to be like animals? Like Lion uh, yeah. but dressed yeah. up as humans? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Weird. Just It's just Jamie Foxx and <laughs> Russell Crowe running it back. We got hologram Errol Flynn. And <laughs> you know what a good one to, to do would be um, Fox and the Hound. That could be a good one for sure the animal thing. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a fine Disney Plus one, for right? Sure. Yeah. No, and then they have or Lilo and Stitch account. apparently uh, oh. coming. Another idea would just be any original idea. Mm. Maybe just mix one in. <laughs> just give it a shot. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. see. When are they redoing Meet the Robinsons? That's my big question. <laughs> We've had a big push in the Discord for, I think, uh, what is it, Treasure Planet or some one of those? Man, the the generation right right behind us, Atlantis, freaking loves Treasure Planet. I don't even know what a, that is. Yeah, I mean, it's like 2002, maybe. I mean, way okay. past my like, yeah, like the last of the Michael Eisner uh, era. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think Movies. you're right. JGL, I think, is the voice on that one. Or he might be because I think Michael J. Fox is Atlantis, and then uh-huh. JGL is Treasure Planet. I, I don't know, but I've only seen it like maybe once. But man, the 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 younger generation right beneath they are big into Treasure Planet. Okay. I've noticed. Good to know. So, yeah, I had no idea. Treasure Island's always been one of my favorite stories. That should be a mini series or something. Mm. On Man, I, HBO, oh, Martin Short, Treasure Island, and wow, this is a cast: Martin Short and Niles Crane. I'm in. Oof. Bring Some them back right live now. action. I'm in. <laughs> All right, there we go. Mulan talk. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want more from us, got a lot of fun stuff happening in our VIP club. We got our Goodfellas episode. We just talked. Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Disney. So football season's here. Get a little Remember the Titans talk in your ears. And if you want to hop on over there and get on our Discord as well, just sign up for the VIP club and you get all those perks. So it's madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. If you want to find us, you can find us on the Twitters at madaboutmovies. I'm Kent Garrison on Twitter. Where can we find you, Brian? You can find me on the Twitter, Beagle12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and briangill.gumroad.com. Uh, Arby, where can we find you? You can find me at any social media at Richard Barden, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-B-A-R. On our website, madaboutmoviespodcast.com, where all of our episodes are found. So maybe you've seen a movie on Netflix recently. Maybe you're going back and watching movies. There's chances that we did an episode on it already. So enjoy that. Hit subscribe. Leave a positive review on iTunes if you enjoy our show. Maybe it helps you get through your day. Maybe your commute. Maybe your workout. Maybe it helps you get away from the world for a little bit. So, 
Let us know what you think. Always reach out. Maybe we'll see you soon at the cinema. Well, hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. Yeah, yeah, the salad.